Hello and welcome to a brand new Socially Awkward. I'm Steve-O and I'm with... Samantha. And we are back. And sorry for the, the huge delay. Uh, Windows <laughs> decided we're going to do an update that takes an hour and we're not going to tell you until you wrap to do your show in 30 minutes. So yeah, so they're kind of on my uh, shit list right now. But I want to thank uh, Samantha for coming back. Yeah, no problem. I love being here. And uh, yeah, so Matthew is away. Uh, Matthew's on a trip of some sort. So we did our show last week. And now uh, I got uh, Sam back in the studio. So Sam, uh, how you been? Good, good. My life is effectively just wedding planning and wedding crafting since I'm making a sort of disgusting amount of decorations for my wedding. So. Mm. Uh, can you, is it spoiler free? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm doing, uh, I'm not being a florist. I told you about that before. Yes. Yeah. So I'm making a lot of paper flowers and, um, taking like Chinese lanterns and decorating them. And oh, that's actually kind of cool. I'm going to post, I haven't posted any of the completion pictures mm -hmm. because I want to wait till you know, the big day, Yeah. but I'll be, I'll be taking so many pictures and, um, and putting them up on my Instagram when it's all done. And, you know, I've talked about how if you add the word wedding to anything, the price goes up. Mm -hmm. Well, on Instagram, if you hashtag the word wedding before anything, mm -hmm. your likes go up, too. Oh, do they? Yeah, oh. <laughs> like, people are following me. I'm like, I'm not going to be doing anything like this at all in two months. Mm -hmm. So I hope you like my Instagram then when it's back to, like, weird selfies and yeah, talking about so, books. Yeah, and it's like, this is what I'm reading, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've noticed that, too. Like, I'll get a lot of likes on food I post. Um, and it's not like uh, the food that I get at a restaurant. I mean, everything that I've been actually, like, cooking. Because mm -hmm. uh, I usually try to share, like, a bunch of pictures, like, the preparation. Basically, what I'm trying to teach kids, and I, I say kids. <laughs> I always call people kids now. I feel so old. <laughs> uh, and I'm not even. You're not old. Though, I'm not like that old. I'm 32, and I'm still like them kids these days. The children. Um, the children. Oh, them kids and their stuff and their things with their Pokemon and Game Boys <laughs> and um, yeah. So I try to post that because it's like, but I don't try to post the same thing each in time. And then I actually now have a bunch of these journals that I've gotten, like I have a Legend of Zelda one that I got from like a arcade block, and then I got another one in my. Uh, block for the IGN thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of taking those and making those my cookbook recipes, but I'm trying to come up with like a nerdy kind of cool. I mean, they're kind of like the same thing, but I want to call them something different. I don't know. I'm just being weird. Cause like, I perfected this like spicy or hot sauce. Like basically you take hot sauce to put in it, but it's like a chicken Alfredo. Ooh, when you put some yummy. heat to the chicken and then you add some heat to the actual Alfredo sauce, so you get a nice little cool kick. But the, but the, the chicken actually is breaded. Oh my gosh. That's Alfredo. Alfredo. Like, Al. Alf. Like, <laughs> and I was trying to think of like recipe puns. And if you were going to do like geek recipes or, or nerd appease, that's. Nerd that sounds, Oh. That's well. That's that a uh, nerd appease. I don't yeah. know. I have to see if it's <laughs> copyright uh, Sam and Steve right now. Um, I think that would be, I think that would be, cool. be kind of fun. I mean, I'm again, I have way too many projects yeah, that's true. Uh, that I'm always trying to do, but I am a lot more focused, uh, like getting the show's ready and prepping and all this kind of stuff because uh, of uh, Matthew's uh, birthday present to me. So uh, it's been very helpful. Uh, <laughs> what did he get you? Uh, magic. Magic? Oh, yes. Yes, magic. Yeah, in case any workers 
or any people from work or higher up bosses stumble upon my no, show. No, I've, I've got you. Yeah. Magic. Uh, basically, it, uh, I like to call it. I have the Kevin Smith now yeah. aspect, but it's weird. Like I do it, and I get really creative, and like I told myself, I'm only going to do that if I'm working on something and things like that. So, a lot of the motivation now with everything with the podcast I've been trying to do. Um, but enough blowing smoke up my ass because I just realized we were talking about uh, your Instagram and your wedding oh, stuff and yeah. things like that, and I literally was like, let's go on a tangent. So let me bring it back around to <laughs> to you. No, um. Yeah, I also um I'm a vegetarian now. I don't know if I told you. No, before. this yeah. is new. So it's not like a I've ended up talking about it a lot, but normally in my everyday life like I don't really talk about yeah, it, yeah. you know. But when you come back home and like it's been almost a year, so mm-hmm. people haven't like it's a, it's an adjustment especially for my family. Like making dinner together, I kind of have to go get my own food frequently. <laughs> um, and my brother keeps forgetting that I'm a vegetarian. So he's like, "Yeah, well, we're making chicken, so you got to be back." I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll go get something else." <laughs> actually, that's no, you haven't told me because I actually thought about um, if I knew things would have taken so long and I didn't prior already eat beforehand. I would. I actually had uh, chicken ground beef to cook up to make chicken burgers or whatnot. I was gonna be like, "Oh, maybe Sam wants one while we wait," but. Uh, I don't want to like be like eat this, and you're like I'm a vegetarian. I'm like ah, you know, angry <laughs> for no reason. Uh, no, that's cool. I I give people major props because I freaking I just like the taste of murder. Well, I th- okay, so like it wasn't it wasn't the most intentional thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance has been a vegetarian for I don't it's like five years or more I yeah. think. Um, and he kind of did it by accident as well. He was a big meat eater and took two weeks off and. Uh, when he was living in Greece, and it was an accident. Like, you can just eat a bunch of food that doesn't have meat in it when you're in other countries. Oh, okay. Fairly frequently. Like, they just, there's a lot of options. So, um, he ended up quitting, and then, obviously, we've been together for a few years now. And last year, uh, he loves to cook, and he's amazing. So, he would cook meat for me. But eventually, I got to the point where I was just like, don't make two meals. Like, you just, when you cook, make it like that. When I cook, I'll make vegetarian. So, Mm -hmm. It just ended up after like a month. I was like, I haven't had meat in a long time. Mm. Um, so I was like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, why, why not? Like, why? Yeah. I mean, if I'm not doing it and, and I still had cravings and stuff after I made the decision, I started craving things, Yeah. but that didn't last very long. Um, and I've had a few bits of meat. Like I had some beef jerky, uh, several months ago and that was okay um it wasn't as good as i remembered now does that throw okay so obviously you're a vegetarian uh your fiance is a vegetarian you guys aren't those people who are all like if you accidentally got meat or you took a bite of something and it was actually like you know they, it's a it says veggie burger but they just meant it comes with a lot of veggies or something because i'm there's always been those yeah. really stupid mistakes do you flip out no. Or do you like take a bite and go, oh, no, this is mean. Just go, hey, I actually ordered this. And like, okay, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many people like this is why like everyone <laughs> always goes like this is why we hate you. Like I'm, I have to throw it out there, the hipsters and all these people. It's, we don't hate you because you're a hipster. We hate you because you're being – you're doing these fucking things mm-hmm. that we don't freaking care. Like that would be me like going to make – oh, that would be me going to like Outback Steakhouse. I order a steak and everything <laughs> like that, and they're like, "So you get a choice of two sides. Would you like super salad?" I go, "Salad in the meat place? No!" <laughs> like if I did that, all of you people would be like, "What the fuck is this guy's problem?" That's how we feel when you guys flip out about your vegetarian stuff. No. Now look, no. you want to be a vegetarian? Go for it. Yeah, that's great. Like I, I don't shun people who want to change the, their lives or do something better, but I hate it when it's always like, or if I'm that guy that, oh, I'm eating beef, and then someone's like, oh, you know, that's murder and stuff like that. And I literally just look at them with beef running down my face, <laughs> going, I know. It's still, like I'm, I'm not 
uh, an activist. And I know a lot of activists. Like I've got a lot of vegan friends who are very like actively yeah. against eating meat, and I'm like, I don't disagree with them. I but I also I think it's what you put in your body is your own business. Exactly. I'm very very much of that belief. So I don't I don't care. Um, I even helped my mom make meatloaf two nights ago. Like, and I mean, helped by like, I put my hands in the ground beef and like mushed it yeah, all together, yeah. which wasn't exactly pleasant for me, but, um, You're like, just this was a child. I'm like, Oh, I know. No. Um, but I, I always, I always liked meat. Like I didn't, I didn't ever think about being, being a vegetarian. I didn't know what I would eat. And then yeah. being with somebody who like cooks so well, he's pretty ridiculous that it just became like, I, it seems odd to me now that I thought that every meal had to have meat in it. It had to have meat in it, yeah. Because it's just not See, it's just not that I'm weird. the complete opposite now. Now I'm like struggling to find like veggies and things to go with the stuff that I'm cooking because I've never been a big vegetarian. Basically it was like your parents cooked for you. I was like, Oh, they put out the sides, I take what I wanted, everything like that. But now yeah. it's like I'm constantly like, Okay, well I got this meal. What can I put with it that's not just gonna be like protein on top of protein? Like you're gonna need some yeah. greens in there. So it's just kinda funny where I'm just like, What the hell do I do? So everything. Asparagus, broccoli, broccoli oh, I love. my jam. Broccoli See, broccoli, I, I'm not a big fan of I don't broccoli. Even understand that. You don't understand why I can I'm not eat a big broccoli fan? like raw. Like, like I hate broccoli it. and onions. Well, those are my way, favorite. Any vegetable that's raw, I I, I will not eat. Oh, okay. uh, it that's has fine. to be cooked. Uh, broccoli is very tricky with me. Like even if you throw like cheese on it or season it with something or butter or whatnot, I'm still like. What about Brussels sprouts? You know, what? I actually I, love Brussels I like Brussels sprouts. sprouts. My uh, my buddy's wife. Um, She's a chef, and she like I would go over there, and she would make stuff up. So like I've never had Brussels sprouts before, and then I just was just ha I'm like these are really good, like how they did them. Well, uh, like and same with asparagus. Yeah, I like asparagus and stuff. Here's the trick for anything. And I used to do this when I when I was eating meat, chicken or whatever. It's like the fastest meal ever. I heard about it on NPR. But you throw like a chicken breast mm -hmm. and different veggies. So like I would put like tomatoes, onions. Um, you can put carrots. Literally like any vegetable and as much as you want, mm. and you drizzle it with oil or whatever seasonings, wrap it in tin foil, and put it in the oven for an hour, and, like, that's a meal. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, and that's, that's it. And it's the best way. I love veggies, like, roasted. roasted oh, yeah, no. Like, like, like so any in, or if you just throw them in the oven with oil, you're done, man. It's oh, delicious. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, that's what I, with every – like, my chicken Alfredo thing, like I was just tell, talking about earlier – that actually started off as one different thing. Like someone gave me the thing for it. I started cooking it like in my first place. And then now what I've done to it just in the last three times that I made it, I was like, where, like, how was I not doing this earlier kind of thing? <laughs> like, cause what I do is I take it, put some, uh, balsamic vinaigrette on the chicken, mm. glaze, you know, glaze that flip it over, then put hot sauce on it. Frank's red hot or any kind of hot sauce you want to use. Then I actually take the breaded, uh, stuff for chicken, uh, you know, like the, the breadcrumbs, toss those in a bag and throw each of them in there to get them all covered up, throw them into the oven, add a little bit of Mrs. Dash. I think I have like a garlic herb thing or something like that. Throw that into the oven, let that cook. And literally it comes out and like, you get that heat, you have the nice breading, but inside is completely like juicy, like yeah. the perfect amount of temperature. And then just throw some noodles and like spice up that Alfredo sauce. Same thing with like the See, any hot sauce you want to use. Boom, throw that together. <laughs> and yeah, it's like a great meal. I literally put hot sauce on everything. I am so happy to be back because we have in England you can get Cholula and Tapatio uh, and Tabasco fairly easily. Okay. But like there's some of the Mexican ones like Valentina's. Mm. Valentina's. I don't know if you've had it before. It's so good. Fry's has it for like 87 cents for a giant bottle. You should oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're really, really good. And then there's uh, the Yucata. I think El Yucata. Anyway. 
I am crazy. I carry. I have hot sauce in my purse, and that's not a Hillary Clinton joke. <laughs> I, wait, I do what? carry hot sauce. Didn't you hear? She I have that. Not, I've not heard this joke. So I oh, was like a. It wasn't a joke. It's a real thing. She went on a radio show, and it was. Uh, I guess like the hosts were black, and it was like talking about kind of how she was down. So she was like really pandering. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh, I carry hot sauce in my purse," and everybody was like. Really, Hillary? Uh, Bill's sitting there in the room going, like, I told her to use that joke. I was kind of hoping she was going to get beat up, and then I went up to go home with her tonight. Oh, no. But no, it sucks. I have to go home with her tonight. So now I have to cancel the hooker in advance. It's crazy. Well, that was good. That was a good impression. Always, that's uh, everyone's like complaining about like the election. I know we'll get back to the hot sauce stuff because I did want to touch upon that. Uh, <laughs> the election stuff for me, I'm like at this point, whoever gets elected, I'm good. I can do Trump and I can do Bill Clinton. And everyone's like, well, you need a Hillary. I'm like, no, I know Bill is the most interesting character in the entire thing. In fact, he gets the White House. I wanted, I want to. I was talking to somebody at a party, going, "I want to do a sitcom with Bill Clinton called like Bill in the House or something like that." <laughs> so every time it's like, "Oh, goodbye, Hillary," and it's like, "I got the weekend to myself," and he just has these crazy parties. He can have other former presidents showing up, like uh, George Bush Senior, be all like, "So, Bill, what we gonna do? Gonna get into trouble? Gonna do a couple of fun things? Man, we're gonna hit this joint and then do a couple of keg stands, and I guarantee we can eat that pig." And that's not a pig. That's your wife. Oh, high five. Oh, burn. That was good. Um, question. Yes. What are they, if Hillary wins, what do they call Bill? Uh, are you the first gentleman? Because it's the first lady. So, like, if, or Lord, the first Lord. <laughs> I think they call, I think they will call him, I'm the first motherfucker to get back in the White House. <laughs> it's like three terms. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's even awkward is when she's going to have to sit at the same desk where I got a BJ. Oh, God, that is weird. Obviously, they've replaced the I mean, I, they no, I, I, but I renamed that office. It's now the oral office. Oh. High five there. Bob Dole. Bob Dole ain't going to shake your hand. Bob Dole. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going on a political rant tonight, um, apparently. But, yeah, no, it's uh, – well, yeah, back to the uh, – yeah, so your hot sauce, so you bring that with you everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a buddy um, who does that, too, not with hot sauce, but he brings, like, ghost pepper stuff. And mm. things like that. Like he has like a powder for it because he feels like some – and we're going to like Thai food restaurants. And he's just all like – he's like, give me it a 10, like the highest you can go. And then you see him like – and he grabs that and he's just like – and you're just like, damn, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm I'll, not like – I'm not quite there. I, I'm probably like – I could do that with like a 7 mm. probably. Like I – but I, I can't I can't help it. I want hot sauce on everything that I eat. It doesn't just stick to Mexican food. Like you were talking about – um, just like you know, throwing hot sauce in pasta and stuff. Yeah. And it's like I make a sriracha pasta. Ooh. I actually, yeah. Um, it's really yummy. You just make it tomato based, uh, with lots of oregano. Cause okay. The oregano and the sriracha is bomb together. And so you just squirt sriracha in it. I had no idea about that. Okay, I'm gonna because I have I've been using sriracha on a bunch of stuff too. So I'm just like. Oh. And then I get the um in England it's really pos- popular to do pasta bakes. Mm-hmm. So you make the pasta and you you. Put, pour it in a big pan and then you put cheese over it and you bake it oh okay and so i do that quite quite frequently with the sometimes i do it with the starch pasta but so I, I chop up onions and bell peppers and grill them oh yeah and then put the sauce in it and then a ton of sriracha and then pour it over pasta and bake it with some uh shredded mozzarella or cheddar i like sharp cheddar with it sharp too. cheddar 
Uh, so there's there's another recipe. You just reminded me when you said bell peppers because I was putting together burgers and stuff like that, and I was frying like sautéing the bell peppers to put in them now mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I totally mm-hmm. forgot we went food shopping. And I totally forgot to pick all that kind of stuff. I always hate that. <laughs> but what I hate this is almost like two weeks out that I went like food shopping. Yeah. And I'm all like I totally forgot bell peppers. Like, <laughs> like oh jeez. There's um, it's really funny. I was talking about how groceries are different in the UK and. Well, you guys go into queues. Well, those are lines. Yeah, 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 we do. We get into Q- we I listen up. to Eddie Izzard. I we know what's Q- up. Um, I said that the other day. I asked somebody if they were in the queue, and they looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, I'm in the line. The line. Are you in line? Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew was busting that out. So we thought we was, he was watching some British shows uh, during that week or something like that. And then literally Eric's just looking at him going all like, you mean line, right? He's like, yeah, but a queue just sounds fancy. And so he's like, fuck you. I'm trying to do something here. Like, so I'm trying to tell the story, and if God forbid I switch line to queue. um so we like i shop every day every day i go to the grocery store for the my or my fiance goes to the grocery store for our food for dinner okay so how is that because i always see that and this is this is the worst frame of reference i can put it to i'm like i always see that in animes where they're always going to animes they always shop like every single day i'm like didn't you just go like unlike us like where you shop once every two weeks yeah right? like, no i shop I, I, I shop i'm able to do i planned out everything where i could do once a month so my first paycheck i literally just get everything i need like food wise and then if i have to pick up miscellaneous stuff and then boom and then i cook throughout the entire month until i get to the end so i was curious about that because i actually thought about it. i'm like what if i just switch to like like this is what i want for dinner boom 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 grab the seven how low my grocery bill would be well you waste a lot less. Okay. Okay. So when I first moved to England, I was like, my fridge, I shared this fridge in a dorm. I basically had a shelf and I'm like, I don't know how to shop for one. Like I know how to shop for one person, but uh-huh. in my life I'm used to with giant refrigerators and plenty of cabinet space and I just didn't have that. Um, and it took me a while to get adjusted to it. It still really bothered me. Um, I ate out a lot initially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Um, so we it works it's it's you just don't waste as much like you go to the store and you know what you want for dinner if you're making a salad you get enough you just you just get the stuff for what or maybe yeah. for lunch the next day what what have you but you don't really look more than two or three days in the future so i make a lot of like i don't make anything out of a box anymore either uh, yeah see that's kind of see i kind of like that like that mentality because i was just thinking about the other day i was going to make tacos but then i was like oh you know what i could really go for like i was going to still do all the taco stuff but i'm like i don't really want tacos i want enchiladas mm, and yeah. i'm like i'm like oh well what do i need for enchiladas because like i thought i i'm like i have everything and i'm looking through and i'm like oh i'm missing like half these ingredients <laughs> and i was like what if i literally was like i want to do enchiladas tonight it's not that hard to look up a recipe now on your phone or your computer or anything that way you're at work get an idea write everything down and then on your way home from work stop at the grocery store grab all that stuff come home and prepare it i'm like that's what we do and anything left over sort of like after a few days you have enough like ingredients left over that you can make a new meal out of that or you know like we fill up our fridge but our fridge is really 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 small small um and for the most part we don't have a lot of extra extra food just about i have some for snacking or whatever but for the most part yeah we like it's really nice my fiance will message me or i'll message him either one of us whoever's out it's like well what do you want for dinner and we have like a five minute conversation like throwing out ideas yeah and it's like oh well we have these ingredients what can we make with this and pick up the rest so i don't know i think it's it's certainly different 
from living in a in the U.S. But but I do kind of like that because literally when I'm driving home from work, I can see a couple of stores that like I could be like, oh, I could stop in here, grab the stuff I need, and then come home and just prepare it kind of thing. Uh, I mean, granted, don't get me wrong, like you'll probably have to do like a grocery shopping thing for things you know you're gonna need, like eggs, milk, like all that kind of stuff. I get that, but then like those meals because it's like, yeah, I have a shit ton of things in there, but then I'm all like, okay, I got ground chicken. What can I do with ground chicken? Oh, I can make a chicken burger. I can do this, this, and this. But then it's like I always cook. Basically, the rule of thumb I always do is cook once, eat twice. So I'll cook something for dinner, then have that next day for lunch. That's um, really good. Yeah, and you get to use all of it. I think it's yeah. Uh, but I do like that idea because that was the thing. If I literally knew what I needed for enchiladas, I would have just grabbed all that stuff and then came home instead of going, oh, I have this stuff, and then realized I don't have shit. You should just try it. You know, I mean, if you're if you've got a little bit of time, you're what you're two weeks into your month long grocery shopping list. Yeah. You know, so maybe I'll do it next. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I want to say next paycheck, but it's a Friday and we have a show and everything like that. But I've been, I've been really tempted. I want to make either lobster tails sometime Ooh. or uh, crab legs or something like that. So I've never had lobster. I've, oh, you've never had lobster? No, uh, like I've heard lobster. good things. It's good. Um, but I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how can I start making it? Because uh, for my birthday, uh, I went out to lunch with my parents, and I really wanted seafood. And they're like, well, we don't like red lobster. I was like, well, I wasn't thinking red lobster. I was just curious if you guys knew of any other place that had, like, another better, like, seafood restaurant. Now, granted, out here in Arizona. It's a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder. Like, honestly, I thought about, like, oh, I could fly for free. Let me just fly to, like, you know, the East Coast to a place and get some nice seafood or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. You should do that. Why yeah, I'm probably that? going to. I don't know. I should go right now. Bye. Um but yeah, it's like that kind of weird, uh, you know, and then they, we just went to like Outback and I'm like, okay, I got surf and turf, but it was kind of like, and then I sat there going like, man, you paid a lot of money for this. And like, I literally, I think I saw like a uh, fries and I'm not giving fries a plug. I'm just saying where I found it. Yeah. Uh, no, I just meant like if everyone's listening going like, oh, is fries a new sponsor? I'm like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> but uh, I saw the, I saw two lobster tails. I think it was like, you know, 10 bucks or something like that. They had like a deal going on. I'm all like, those were, these were a lot bigger than the one I got at, you know, uh, Outback. Outback. And yeah. I'm all like, yeah, maybe I should just like try because I've never made seafood before. So, yeah, uh, I I think that would be really fun. And it, I mean, at least the experience of cooking something that you've never cooked before. I I enjoy that. I think I would. I don't know. I, I like that. Um, And then you get to post pictures to Instagram. And even if it tastes awful, Instagram doesn't know what it tastes like. No, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, I mean, to be uh, not even like to blow smoke in my own ass or whatnot. Uh, everybody who's eating my food, I always ask them, like, look, if it doesn't taste good, like, don't just be like, mm, this is, I'm like, let me know, because then, yeah. I mean, I need to leave it in for more, I need to fix my stuff, so a lot of people have not gotten sick yet, so that's a plus. That is. That's a lot a of people sign. like to cook. I mean, the other day, I made, I didn't have buns for uh, burgers, so I ended up trying to make these, I call them turd burgers now, because I was trying to roll them up and how they cooked and everything like that, but I w ended up just putting them in uh, tortillas, because that's all I had. Yeah. So I literally made like a burger out of a, with the tortilla, and then literally put like uh, blue cheese crumbles, and then some salad, and then you you know put whatever like sauce you want on and stuff. I'm like, oh, these came. Out. Oh yeah, and then I buttered the uh, tortilla rolls and cooked those like that. That's pretty Saturday nice. Night. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I was just like, oh, I'll do this real quick. No, I'm sure you're a great cook. I just mean cooking something like seafood. No, it is something that like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that at all. I don't know either. It was funny because I got this cookbook uh, a while back. It's like every recipe a man should know or something like that. And most of them I've used, but I've improved on some of them. Not like being like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I'm like, you when you're cooking, you try to add new things and you realize, oh, this tastes good. This does not taste good. I will not do, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. You you kind of you're it's 
it's Breaking Bad without the meth. Basically, yeah. Walter White was a great cook. You know, he knew how to do the meth, how he did. There's an art form to it. And that's yeah. when, you, when you start doing that with cooking <laughs> and you get something down. You're like, oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it. It's like a science experiment. You need to you need to get some food coloring for your burgers or for your turd burgers. <laughs> oh, wow. If you got them blue, you could, you could, you could Walter White your situation. Walter White my situation. Um Shit, where was I going? That's with that? a that's a pretty good name for oh, the yeah. episode too, by the way. Turd Walter that's Walter White, your situation. <laughs> Walter White, your situation. Um, uh, yeah, the little cookbook thing. So there, yeah. there's actually things talking about like the best lobster dinner. It says in there. I'm like, okay, and I'm thinking like, okay, I'll probably go to the store, grab some lobster tails. Like, and then it's literally like, take your live lobster. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this book just got real. Like, do you know where to get live lobster? Uh, not anymore. They used to have them at Safeway and Fries out here, but they I think they stopped doing that. I shouldn't tell I you. I know the Asian market has them. But yeah, well, the uh, Lily's Oriental Lili's. Market on Warner and Dobson, which is like, I am I guess I'm kind of plugging it. I used to go there as a kid. I grew up. Oh, um, I used to go there all My time. mom's house was on the, like. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Across from Anderson Junior High. Like, we were in that neighborhood. I went to Anderson oh, and all those. Oh, yes. Anyway. Um. So we went as a kid, rode our bikes there all the time. They had all the Japanese candies. Yeah, so yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd go and get Pocky and Ramune and like Ramune, Ramune. I don't remember how to Romulans, I know. Yeah, yeah. Romulans. <laughs> Mitt Romneys. Mitt Romneys, you know. Yeah, it was, they were yummy. Um, they, yummy they had like Mitt jackfruit Romneys. and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is really cool. But they have they have live lobsters. Yeah, they have live lobsters, crabs, uh, snails, if I'm not mistaken. Frogs. Frogs. I don't know if they have live. Oh God. They had live I don't frogs. Kill a frog. Well, I'm just saying what they have. I know, have but I don't like want to kill a frog. Um, it's so sad. <laughs> but it's okay to boil a lobster alive. <laughs> it's not. That's why I said I was like, I don't know if I should tell you because I think it's really cruel. But you know. Oh yeah, I know. But I, do, I honestly, I don't know if I'm able to do that yet because yeah. I'm all like, I haven't taken anything. Like I can take a bug's life, no problem, and not the movie Pixar movie. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> I can take a bug's Ants, life. The though. sequel. Ants. Ants are really hard to uh, take. But uh, yeah, an ants. Woody Allen. What Woody Allen. Oh, the uh, no. Well, that 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 was suicide on its own. Um, <laughs> movie did not do well, which is so weird. I was just talking I about that. I kind of liked it, but I'm a Woody uh, Allen fan, so I no, guess no, it's like a... This is the problem. I, the movie came out, and I think they were trying to gear it towards kids, but it was more adult orientated. Well, also, what a weird voice for your hero. Well, you I had. Know, I guess, well, because I guess he was kind of like a wimpy hero in that sense, you know. But he definitely like. Well, was what voice. they had. Um, it was Woody Allen, and then he had Sylvester Stallone as the the like the soldier ant. No, I thought it was uh, was it Sylvester Stallone? I gotta look this. up. I'm pretty sure. I, I want to say Sylvester. Who is the lady? I don't know. I don't know if it was. What's her name? Uh, Julia. Was it Julia Roberts? I don't. Okay, now I can't, I, I can't remember half of this movie. That's so weird that you're talking about because I was trying to go through everybody's pictures because we were talking. Okay, so I watched Secret Life of Pets. Oh, how did? How was it? It's good. Um, I don't know. Everyone seems to be stoked about it. And then I kind of like, well, after I got done with it, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say it. I don't know if anyone else is thinking this, but wow, Secret Lights of Pets. You had an idea and you decided just to go, let's rip off Toy Story 1 and 2. Oh. And you're like, oh, but it's with pets. Um, voice acting was great. All the people in it were fun. Uh, it's just, I felt like they could have done something completely different with this movie and made it good. Uh, I, I shouldn't say good. I mean, like a little bit better than it was. I mean, it's enjoyable. I can't really complain much. I saw it for free. Um, but yeah. So, but then again, all those people have made their movie wise is the same people who've done the Minion movies and Despicable Me. So this is the first time they didn't do that kind of a movie. They just yeah. had to go. Some, do you, are you not a fan of those? I like Despicable Me, and I think I watched the Minions movie, and it wasn't terrible. 
But I hate the minions. Like I hate the minion phenomenon so Thank much. Thank you so much. Okay, I okay. I've never seen anything with the minions. There's a short film in the beginning of Secret Life of Pets that's the minions. I didn't laugh once with it. I was just kinda like, is this over yet? I don't get that. And I'm really trying to figure out what is the phenomenon with the minions. They're little They're annoying. They're little Twinkie dicks. I hate them so much. There's, uh No, they're, they're, it's. There's, I just hate that, like, every meme. Like, why are they in every meme? Why do I, people post? Why? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I have no, and I literally saw a woman today at work with the, that on, like, a minion shirt, and I still sat there going, like, I don't. And I'm not trying to, and again, like, we were, we just had this discussion beforehand. We were talking about Pokemon Go and people hating on stuff that people like. I don't hate on it. Like, that's fine if you guys get a kick out of it. I, I just sit here going, like, what am I missing? Like, what, what am I not getting? Is there, like, an insight? Is there, like, a, was there something told <laughs> to everybody else about these characters that, are, like, they're like, you have to laugh at the minions. Why? Their mother died of cancer. You're like, oh, my God, okay. Okay, they're coping with humor. I can do this. Deadpool did this. I can do this. Okay. <laughs> Um, we don't know what happened to them. Yeah, we do. That was what the whole Minions movie was about, and it was awful. Oh, I didn't see the Minions movie, so that's what I'm saying. My, I, see, you went that way. See, I made their backstory a lot darker. I know. I would have. My I other story that. was my other story is all like, why should we? Why should we? Why? Why did the Minions do what they do? They were all molested to by be, the same clown, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, okay, okay. <laughs> to be fair, this is I why I never got to write a despicable. I think movie they were movie. like orphans or so. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly why you were like you were like the front runner, Uh-oh. and they're like, no. They're like, this is a no. kids' movie. I'm like, there's no truth to this art. Kids need to know about molestation and and cancer and AIDS. Oh no, yeah, I think I don't know what it is, and I don't know why people like what the phenomena is where people are so attracted to these little. Yeah, I don't know, but then again. I guess the same can be said about like why am I attracted to certain superheroes? I guess. Or... Yeah, I guess. I mean, like it's just those things that like their memes are always these like I don't know. They're all written by this like thirty-five year old office worker. Like they're all yeah. just you know like they have this a- this, <laughs> this attitude. Like, Can't wait for the weekend. Mondays are the worst, and I spill my coffee. My blood's made of coffee. Everything's terrible, but <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm like oh. that just sounded like like Rick. <laughs> <laughs> From Rick and Morty making fun of like a meme going like, I don't understand these, Morty. That's Stupid right. coffee in my blood. <laughs> Everything's just like crap and I don't care. Oh, jeez, Rick. That's what it, when I, yeah. No, I relate to Rick and his cynicism about Oh, that's what I realized if I ever become an <laughs> uncle or if I become a grandpa, that's the grandpa I'm going to be. Where I just, there's that one result like, you two are, you two are. You two are both pieces of shit, and I can prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I can mathematically prove it. And he's all like, "I don't have time." Well, you know what? I do have time for this. Hold on, let me try it out. I yeah, that was in a that was the par- that was the, uh, the first uh, yeah the first one of the second, second season. season. Oh I just God. watched it again. Yeah, I finally I got like, released on Hulu, and I was excited about that. Yeah. So I was rewatching it. Uh, but I forgot how funny it was, especially when like they don't line up, and then he's like, "That crazy son of a bitch is gonna try to kill me." <laughs> like, they both have this weird like. Just immediately, no doubt in their mind that the other one's trying to kill, kill the other one. Oh yeah. god, that's what I love. It's the funny part is it's like you look at some of the stuff he does, you're like, he's fucking nuts, but they're like, he's also brilliant at the same time. Well, yeah, he's terrible. Oh, oh, he's so. But terrible. he's also like within the lines of acceptable, terrible, terrible. You know, like he reminds me of House a little bit in some regards. Holy shit, that's like the best reputation that <laughs> I've heard. My mom, I got my mom hooked on House, and so she's watching it on Netflix from the beginning. Oh, that's so, so funny. It's been like fresh in my mind. Um, but yeah, certainly. Okay, like, so if they make a live action movie, oh my god, which they never will, no, he would be Lori. perfect. Oh, who'd be Morty? You have, to find, you have to grab one of those Stranger Kid 
Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, you have to you have to steal the kid who played Dustin. I forgot which one. Dustin. He's the one that didn't have te- the his front teeth. Oh, he was adorable. That's what I'm saying. He can be Morty. He can no, be he's that's too cute. Morty's got to be sort of like. <laughs> You're like we need a fugly kid. He's oh, fun yeah. and ugly, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be like ugly or anything. I'm just saying that, like that kid is like pinch his cheeks cute like i can't anything he says is just too adorable yeah um no i think they're ever going to do a rick and morty movie uh they definitely got to do an animated well yeah yeah but it would be nice to see okay no one okay no one has ever done this uh matt uh groney the creator of the simpsons said if you're going to end a series ended with a movie which obviously he did not uh (laughs) <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong, I don't need, like, I don't, was like, The Simpsons need to end. I'm like, I'm fine with The yeah, Simpsons. No, with that. I mean, nice. there's still some classic episodes from, like, the very early seasons, which I absolutely love, where I'll I'll find those random quotes and quote those in random, like, situ- like I just played one on the B-Horrorcast where we were talking about clown dolls. I was like, oh, remember that? I mean, mm. the best line in that Halloween episode is where Homer gets attacked, and he starts <laughs> rolling around the floor. He's like, Marge, Marge, the doll's trying to kill me. The toaster's been laughing at me. And it's all like, wait, what? And so just some of those, like, quick lines and stuff, but, like, with Rick and Morty, um, shit, where was I going with it? Well, you were talking about like, oh, if you're gonna, end, yeah, if you're gonna end a movie, Rick and Morty, if you're gonna end your series, like, and please don't end it for like 20 years or keep it longer going than that, uh, yeah, end it with a movie. I think a Rick and Morty movie would be amazing. Do you know all the weird, oh, dude, yeah, we'll probably, I wanted to tell you because there's a, a very quick pause that just happened. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So, um, I didn't realize that Jennifer Lopez had a voice in Ants. Um, but Sharon Stone was the princess. Oh, okay. And then um, Christopher Walken was the bad guy. Remember, he was the bad. He, he was the colonel. Oh shit! I could do like half that cast of movie now. Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd was in it. I think oh, Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd? He, he was Chip. Sylvester Stallone was too. He was Weaver, but I don't remember who those characters yeah, are. Dude, we was like you know the army, you know the one who switched places with uh, you know Woody Allen's oh, character. Oh, okay. And then he goes out into the battle, you know, and I'm like, I'm gonna fight the fight. But I don't. I dance and live, you know, and stuff. And I'm crazy. I'm evil. I'm bad. <laughs> and Gene Hackman, too. Gene yeah. Hackman, he played a bad guy, too, uh, in Superman. He was the original Lex Luthor. I wanted to be Lex, but they wouldn't give it to me. That's like the best Christopher Walken you've done in front of me before. That was oh, yeah, one. you haven't been. I mean, I always go into this when I talk about Christopher Walken. How it, when I listen to old recordings of him and I used to have him like really like, you know, and like really down low. And then I realized mm-hmm. he does this like fluctuation with his voice. So it's like, well, it's differently in my monologue. It's crazy. It's weird. I was in a movie with ants. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally lived with ants. <laughs> for like four years preparing for my role. Then I find out I'm a wasp. That's pretty funny. What the fuck? <laughs> Where was the memo on that? Yeah. And Danny Glover. That was there you go. That's the that was there. I'm too beetle for this shit. <laughs> I don't know what he would say. Um interesting. Yeah, no, we were talking about well, we're getting. I know. I like. I threw. Okay, that I want to talk about saying, this. Is what we're gonna do. We're gonna put. I want to. Okay, Rick and Morty. We're gonna put a pin in that because I, I know uh, we'll probably take a break real quick, and then we'll come back because I. I want to ask you about if you know all these different theories that are going on with Rick and Morty with Evil Morty. Oh, okay, yeah. I think I, think I might have maybe. Okay, so, so we'll um, but yeah, yeah. We were just talking about all the animated movies, uh, like what companies did what and everything. And for some reason, like Pixar, pretty much just knows what they're doing and knocks it out of the park. Like DreamWorks has like they did really good with one and then they flopped, 
and then they're like, okay, let's not do that again. I think it was like Shark's Tale, where like it was just bad. Yeah. And they were like, okay, and they started going like, let's kind of do what Pixar does and come up with a story and then work on everything. And I've noticed they've gotten like, you know, so much better from yeah. that standpoint. Uh, but yeah, it was literally like, but then we're like, Fox with Ice Age is they did Ice Age and they did I robots. Love the Ice Age. They did robots, and everyone's like, I don't like this. And then all they give us now is Ice Age movies. So I'm like, when did, I'm like, it's like Land Before Time. When did these things die? I don't care. No, okay, I look. Know, I know, I know. No, I no, love Ice, Dennis Leary. No, I, I love those. No, he's great. Oh, no, yeah. he's fantastic. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Ice Age, the first one's awesome. Second one, I was like, I'm down with this. Third one, I'm like, all right, the dinosaurs. But now I'm like, how? Oh, no, then they did the pirates. I totally forgot about the pirates. The Ice the pi- Pirates. What? Yeah. Um, okay, I haven't seen that. Then. That's oh, you funny. haven't seen that one? That's like the yeah, that's the fourth movie. It's like the this ice is, is melting. Movie? Yeah, the the newest one that's coming out. I just because I thought it was the fourth one, and then I just realized the newest no, the, one's the asteroid, right? Yeah, the newest yeah. one. So that's Ice Age five because oh. the first one was with the kid, second yeah. one was him trying to find a mate, third one his uh, they find the dinosaurs. Yeah. The fourth one is when the it, ice is melting. Yeah, with the pirates because there's like the monkey pirate or something like that. Maybe um, I kind of that seems kind of familiar. I guess it's pretty forgettable. <laughs> um and then yeah now the space one so who did uh who did zootopia zootopia was disney but that's not pixar it's just disney it was normal. just disney yeah you know so disney did when they finally came out of the gate swinging it was i think their reboot uh well, not reboot but going back to animation like normal cartoon style was princess and the frog yeah and then from then on they're like okay then we did tangle wreck it ralph uh let uh i'm like let it go but it's uh frozen i've never seen yeah. frozen and oh, so on and so forth good. yeah and then zootopia Oh, no, love, Big Hero 6. Yeah, which Zootopia. is also good. I love Big Hero 6. And then there's Kubo. Kubo. Kubo, right? Oh, no, Kubo is uh, by the same guy who's done uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Coraline. Uh, that, oh, is it? That animated, the stop motion one yeah, that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's by that is same person. Is it stop motion? I didn't... Yeah, it's stop it's motion. Like stop motion. Stop motion. We just invented a new one. It's computer generated. Stuff. So you literally build your model instead of it just walking normally. Yeah, you like you move it slowly. It's stylized. That's what it is. I feel like the, the guy's like, wait, I built this and now I have to do this. Fuck this. Um, <laughs> it's a it's kind of like a hipster thing to do. They were going for the aesthetic, you know. Yeah. They're like, we didn't really want to do the work with like clay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I want to put a pin in. Uh. We're gonna go to a quick break. Uh. This uh, music break is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates the designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Uh. Matthew's not here, so I'm gonna take off of the music. So if you guys want to hate it this week, you can. Oh shit! Something's already playing. Um. And that's not what I meant. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and do a musical break. And then uh, Sam and I will be back and we're going to discuss some Rick and Morty because I haven't really sat down with anybody to actually talk about Rick and Morty. Except I think you're the only one that I know that I've talked to uh, that does podcasting stuff, knows anything about it. So let's dive into some of these theories and I would like to hear if you have any kind of weird uh, input or or, uh, or even your own theories or like, well, I think this or something like that. So when we come back, we'll be doing some Rick and Morty talk uh, before we wrap up this episode. So here we go.
when it gets to shit, I'm packing the heat. They're gonna have to strip your fucking ass off the street. So go ahead, nigga, and talk that shit. I guarantee you're gonna live to regret it. Break the wall down, tear the fucking shit out the room. Creep up on the enemies and seal their doom. Bomb a man, and y'all can't fuck with that. I'll pull the pin and blow a motherfucking hole in your ass. So tell your boss I'll be in there in a minute to front. After I ride this kangaroo and fucking scratch my nuts. Let's bomb a man, bomb a man, bomb a man, bomb a man. shit up all across the land to destroy the enemies and leaving this place with a fucking hand. I hope you enjoyed that little musical break. Um, before we wrap this show up, uh, since Sam is a huge fan of Rick and Morty like I am, yeah, uh, we're going to dive in and talk about, uh, like, basically season three is going to be starting up probably sometime in the fall. Everyone's super stoked about that. Uh, season two is now finally on Hulu. Also, season one is on Hulu. So if you do have Hulu, I highly recommend checking this shit out. Watch it. Um, so we were just outside <laughs> talking about a little bit of the show and like stuff like that. But there are some theories that have come out ever since season one where there was the evil Rick, but then it turned out to be an evil Morty. Yeah. Now, do you know a lot of these theories that are going out and stuff uh, like no. that? No, I mean, like, I remember the, the sort of implication at the end of that episode is that evil Morty had, like, framed another Morty and was... Walk, he was he was pretending to be one of the uh, tortured Mortys that was powering the net, the force field. Yeah, like he had like a weird force field because they found out if like a Morty's in pain, that's why they have him. That's why I thought it was so oh, genius about so the show. Sad. They have him so it blocks like uh, people to being able to track Rick. Now I have a feeling that's going to play into like something within the future. There's something about uh, Morty. Yeah. That has something to do with like Rick, and that's why they have that kind of bond. Uh, but yeah, the theory was like the that Morty, that evil Morty, is actually the original Morty. Yeah. Because the whole story behind Rick and Morty oh. is yeah, the whole story behind Rick and Morty is Rick is obviously a scientist, uh, does his own thing, almost kind of you see some of the stuff he does, you're kind of like he's kind of protecting the planet and stuff like that, like he's almost like a Green Lantern throughout different dimensions and stuff like that, because he does goes to certain places and help them out. I mean, granted, most of the time he's doing it for his own game, uh, but that's just Rick how he is. But it, there's this theory that, like, in the beginning of the episode, of the of the title sequence or whatnot, there's that time where he shoots the portal gun, jumps in, and then he leaves that Morty there with these, like, frog creatures coming after yeah. him. Now, a lot of people have speculated, like, that was the original Morty. <laughs> I don't know if that's how he died or he thinks he died, but I have a feeling, like, that one Morty might have been a part of that original Rick because there was that episode where Rick and Morty screwed up the Earth big time with, like, the Mantis uh, the, the virus. Cron the Cronenbergs. Yeah, the Cronenbergs. They Cronenberged it, yeah. And they ended up taking over the place of other two Rick and Mortys who ended up dying in a different universe. Uh, but there's a theory that, like, Rick, he was gone for, like, ten years. 
of like Morty's life. So then he comes back and Morty's like about 14. They don't really talk about any of that stuff. You can just kind of see things in flashbacks or a little picture. There was actually a picture frame of him with little Morty with man bird in season two for like his wedding. Like there was a picture in the thing there. Oh, and like man bird was trying to explain to, to Oh dude, I'm so big on <laughs> Easter eggs. Well, I watched these things like, I, I mean, I must've watched the first season like seven times through just because it was such a great show. And then I started picking out like, Oh, this is, Oh, there's this, this. And yeah. I need to watch the in. second one again. I watched the first one quite a bit. But. So there's a theory that, so this, this, uh, this Morty is either trying to get back at Rick or trying to be like, hey, you abandoned me. You need to sum up for your thing. And I think that's why Rick might care so much about this Morty because he's like, I can't let the same thing happen again kind of thing. So even though he treats him badly and stuff like that, it might just be his facade or maybe he's he's treating him how he is because there was that, that part where he's like, hey, don't get too Morty because he's like, oh, the Mortys of the Mortys at that, in the one episode Morty says. Yeah, he he's like, hey, don't, like, don't break your arm jerking yourself off, which is such a great line. Yeah. Um, but it's a theory going like, well, I wonder if he was training Morty to be like him. Yeah. And then this Morty might have gotten too cocky at some point, like his original, the like his Morty. Well, there has to be like the universal deviance, right? So <clears throat> any any deviant like from the norm, like the normal Morty is sort of stupid, mm-hmm. although like good natured and and. I, I want to say good-hearted, but the Purge episode, like, you oh, kind of yeah, glimpsed yeah. into sort of, like, the dark the dark part of Morty. But um, he, the, I guess that I got the, certainly I think the, the dark timeline, <laughs> Morty is the one that we, we have to watch out for. That's what I'm curious about, because they but, didn't touch upon him throughout season two at all. So I don't know if they're going to be building a different story arc with him, or that might have just been a one-episode thing just to get you thinking. But like you said, so Morty always seems to be dumb. And Rick seems to be the genius. Then I said – I mentioned something with an episode, and someone said something about it. And now I'm thinking about it going like, no, wait. He never really had a Morty of his own. But there is the Rick that's dumb. Yeah, there is the, the – The dumb Rick. And I'm wondering yeah. maybe there was the dumb Rick with the smart Morty. Yeah, and I mean that that's – with Universal, like with all the um, infinite parallel universes, like every combination of that multiple times over and over is – is real or cons- is able to be considered. Enough. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, I think what I love about the show is a lot of things, but in particular, the questions that I still have that it can be a show that's gone on for two seasons. That's explored its characters really well. Oh yeah. Or in different ways. And, um, what they haven't is told us anything about the mother, the Rick's Rick's. Yeah. Rick's wife. wife. Was it? Yeah. Like where, who is she? Where is she? Like, yeah, is she? Did she die? Do they not speak of her? And it's so weird that Beth was so like, well, my dad was never around for my life, and now he's back, and now she's all like, oh, like she has this like the Stockholm syndrome. Well, yeah, certainly that like, uh, <laughs> like that desire to please and like yeah, and yeah. be there and to establish that relationship. So we're interested in what happens to Rick in the time that we haven't seen him that we don't know about. But I'm also interested to know about like who is the woman. That played this other part was Rick ever happy? Like I want to know about the life that he had and That's started building. Thing. Or maybe there's a thing because it's like he is a scientist. Maybe he wiped you know Beth's brain to give her this other image of her of the mother. And for all we know, like either the mother left, or or, or the mother died, or there's just something that happened to her so horribly that Rick does not want her to know. I mean. There's this thing where Rick could be this complete asshole, walked out on him, did his own thing, you know, went ahead and did all that stuff, divorced the mom and things like that. But he also has these sides of him where you're like, okay, he is deep down inside a good person, 
He just doesn't always show it because so, he's done like so much for all these people. Yeah, and I've got I've got two thoughts about this. One is that I think that sort of the staple of the show, the one thing that keeps you emotionally grounded or anchored in the characters is that Rick like him saving Morty's life in the first episode of season two and um, doing all sorts of things like, like doing so much for these people that you understand that Rick sort of is the reluctant family member, but mm-hmm. he's there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the show, we find out that this is all a simulation that Rick is doing to feel less lonely. Oh, or like, like by himself because yeah, like that he, this is all something that I well, guess that would be so sad. I know, but that's the bit that I think about, Rick. I think that he's... We all know that he's really sad. That, like, underneath the wubble of a dub yeah. is really, like, the cry of... Yeah, know, that's, like, bird, <laughs> bird person. That bird... I'm like, man bird... It's bird person, I keep remembering. Yeah, yeah it was all right, like... Yeah. You know that saying your grandfather has? It means I'm hurting on the inside, like... <laughs> please I'm, help me. Please help me. <laughs> like, and you're like, what? He's just like, wubble dub dub, bitch! Yeah. And then it's the same with... Uh, Tiny Rick. Yeah, Tiny Rick. Who has, well, I mean, like, and what's happening then is that Tiny Rick is just a condensed version of Rick. So yeah. it's not, it's not that different. Um, So it wouldn't, I always felt like on an emotional standpoint that Rick's motivation for being involved with the family and his insistence on Morty as a companion is that Rick's actually very, very lonely. And it, and as much as he sort of shits on Morty, he never lets him go. That's and not true. even not even in life and death situations, he doesn't want to let him go from the adventures. He goes to extraordinary measures like incepting <laughs> to yeah. to just have access to Morty whenever he wants. So like I think that there it wouldn't surprise me if at the end it's it's him he takes off some simulated universe or figures out that his universe is simulated and he's trying to solve this big mystery with Morty and the mystery is that it's him and he's alone and either like his family never existed or they're all dead or yeah, like, like it's his he, fault yeah. or maybe even not that maybe you know he's just really really wow that'd be so depressing but they've hinted at it in several different ways so first you have the um the aliens who want the recipe who create this alternative universe yes that that Rick does in some ways fall for at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the video game alternate universe that Morty does where he like lives an entire lifetime as the salesman. Like he's like carpet salesman or whatever. Oh yeah, that's right. And he has like tragic, like when he gets the helmet removed, it's like painful, you know, like he, he's lived a whole life and has attached himself to his wife and, yeah. and everything. Um, so, I, I don't think that that's far off from from the creators' minds that this is that these sort of heartwarming experiences this way is it allows Rick to explore his humanity. Maybe it's an alien, you know? Like it could be. I wouldn't be surprised if the turn if it came out basically that none of what we've watched is in like in the story supposed to be real. That could be yeah. <laughs> I mean, another weird theory I just had, but I'm trying to see how it pieces together because, like, my mind is putting things together, but I'm like, I don't know if that makes sense. But I even came up with now just this theory you were saying about it. I was like, what if, like, Rick is actually Morty, adult-wise, going back in Morty's time. Morty's his own grandpa. Like, Morty's his own <laughs> I know it's a weird thing to say, but thinking about going like, hey, I never spent time with my actual, you know, daughter, her husband, 
and me growing up because like her grandfather was always like her dad was always gone. So if I come back as an older version of my, I mean, this is, yeah, no, that's pretty, theory, that's pretty crazy. Uh, come back to spend time with this child and uh, try to teach him to be, all this, like, you know, heartwarming things. It's all this weird. I don't know. <laughs> I, again, that theory is just falling apart. As I say it, I'm like, I don't know if that makes sense or anything. No. But yeah, my theory still stands. Like I said the thing, cause they said like in that episode with all the Ricks, uh, Hanging out the house and it was that stupid Rick. I was like you said. I'm like, what if yeah, that Morty was smarter than this Rick mm-hmm. and was able. And then they're like, he's like, oh, I never had kids of my own. I'm like, for all we know, they could have just told him that because he's an idiot. Uh, and then they assigned him like this other like Morty, but the Morty is like the joke of the mask. Like it was like the kid yeah. from the mask or whatnot. Like oh, they assigned me a Morty, but it's all like, well, did they assign you a Morty or did your Morty go rogue? And yeah. instead of telling you the truth. I mean, for all we know, this this Rick could have been a genius, and maybe the other Ricks got together going, like, we're going to have to zap a shit ton of his brain so he doesn't live this traumatized thing that what actually happened to his this Morty kind mm. of thing. Yeah. And then so that Morty is trying to find the same similar Rick as him, and of course it's like this is like the most evil Rick known to man is our Rick that we know and love. And Morty's like, okay, well, if I team up with him, we can pretty much take over every single universe kind of thing, you know? Um, again, these are all, these are just theories that I've heard and then ones that I've added on to for my own. Cause I'm all like, it just does. It seems so weird. They's like, I didn't have kids of my own, but it's all like, well, every Rick seems to be on the ball, but I'm like, if this is like this, <laughs> if this is the dumbest Rick, don't you think he would have the polar opposite of the smartest Morty? Yeah. I think that there's, oh, I think that there's a lot and that's what I, I mean, it's good writing that we can, Oh, it's fantastic writing that we can do something like this, like sit around and, and really like pull <laughs> absolute ridiculous theories out of the air and, and, and entertain them in a way that's like, yeah. that's applicable. It's still applicable to the show and it's still anything could happen. I, I just, I think my favorite part about that show is the alternate universe commercials. Oh Those yeah, are, I think that's my. You can tell they just like go into a studio, and they have people like, okay, just well, be sh- ridiculous. Well, listen, they half the show is ab libbed. Really? Like they sit there, like if you listen, like I how? Know. Yeah, I can tell sometimes. Because like how the dialogue even... is, and they're like, um, uh, and like you don't know anything. Like <laughs> they, they, it's like a conversation you would like. Okay, if you listen to your do your own thing kind of thing, and then you kind of have like when Rick's like ah. Ah, uh, you know, like, or the, like, the perfect thing where he builds a little robot. He's all like, what do I do? Oh, you get butter. And he goes ahead and he's all like, what else do I do? That's, that's it. You just get butter. And he's just like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, welcome to the club. Like, just like a dialogue like that is something you could have with somebody just normally just talking like yeah. we do on the podcast. Like, if literally someone animated a podcast, it would have a lot of those, like, um, yeah, no, I don't think that, like, it feels more natural. It feels like a conversation between all these people, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, the ad living, even in the commercials, though, goes further because you have, like, the bits of laughter. Like, you can tell, like, that's the, what first, I'm saying. the, like, the faltering of, like, understanding, like, ooh, it's giant tomatoes well, and old ladies. Yeah, that, I love that. Uh, it's like, shotguns. It's like, two. Two brothers, brothers go to hang, and he's like, it's two <laughs> brothers who stop the world, and he's just it's like, out of a giant sombrero, aliens. aliens, and then he's just like, and the, the movie's called Two Brothers. The movie's called Two Brothers. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he starts yeah, yeah. laughing like that, and I think that's great <laughs> that they do that because I think they literally just go, this is the idea, just go with it. They I don't think they give an idea. They're like, just do like. Just come up with a movie off the top of your head yeah. right now. And you're like, uh, it's uh, two guys and fighting aliens. And they're brothers. And they're brothers. And they're best friends, but they hate each other. Yeah, it's like... 
<laughs> you know, like they have to team up, you know, and like I think that's a real fun part about the show because you can kind of see that animated because that's just stuff I would love to do where I just be in a recording studio and just be like, oh, I'm just going to do this, this and this. And then just want if someone I actually would like to see. I mean, I'm not like I can't pay anybody like that. If they want to do a like a, a labor of love. But if they l- took like bits and pieces of conversations we've had throughout all of our podcast universe. So because some of the stuff I I'll re-listen to you going like, this is actually kind of funny. Like, if you heard it, like, out of context and stuff, and just animate that shit, I would die laughing just because some of it's just so... I mean, me and my buddy came yeah. up with... We are trying to remember MacGyver and uh, Columbo, but we ended up saying Magumbo. Magumbo. So, so he said he was played by uh, uh, Wilford Brimley, and his entire thing, he's just like, I'm not Midas! Like, <laughs> so it was just like this oh, stupid, God. like, rant we went off on. So I was just like, yeah, just to see that anime is kind of funny. But yeah, a I've lot of that, their... I've seen that done with, the, with a few other podcasts, and I think it's... Um, I think it's really cool. It's really good. But yeah, so yeah, a lot of their stuff is Ablib, which I absolutely love, because I, I always try to do that with uh, when Eric was here as well. And Matthew always try to get them to like to improvise with me and stuff and be like, hey, we're going to do this and stuff. So, And I do that with all the commercials yeah. that we do bumpers for and stuff like that. Like I literally just – now I have a script. Just go, hey! And I threw something out at my buddy Pat, the same guy I did the one podcast with where I literally say, hey, Pat, what's more fun than a barrel-filled dildos? <laughs> and he's never heard that at all. Like I heard it from somebody at work. I'm like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> he's just, just dying laughing. I'm all like – and then I go into the spiel of like – whatever advertising kind of thing so it's like i like that kind of dynamic where you're like uh you just kind of play off of each other so that's what i think rick and morty i think they do a fantastic job um i wish i could do something with that show that'd be just fun even though i'm just a background like fun people like the just all the creators and um the guy who does the voice for rick his imdb profile picture is just heinous yeah because he's rick and morty yeah well no i'm like his imdb picture looks like it's covered in shit or chocolate oh yeah like it's you should, yeah. It's really weird. It's very a weird picture. Um, uh, let me pull that up real quick. But also on. pretty amusing. It, I don't know. I don't know what. Oh, jeez, Rick! You look like you have a bunch of ass. <laughs> um, yeah. So Rick and Morty is definitely. I don't know. It's one of my favorites. The humor is weird enough, and and also obvious enough, and sort of not obvious at all also well they did this which i thought was funny so there was a simpsons episode going back to the simpsons which i thought was cool where they did that little crossover thing uh one of the simpsons intros was rick and morty crashing into them uh, and then so he's good. like he's like morty morty you gotta go it's so like you know like people are in the simpsons like he's like going <laughs> off on like it's like a trillion characters and stuff and then like morty <laughs> leaves he's just in the house like ransacking it and like putting like marge's beads on and stuff and like flanders like highly hell he just freezes them and all this kind of stuff but <laughs> But yeah, it's just random. I, didn't, story I hadn't seen that. Uh, it's a pretty good entry. You can probably find it online. Oh, yeah, shit. So Justin Roland, uh, yeah, is Rick. Uh, his picture is weird. Yeah, his picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it looks like he has uh, shit all over his face. That's that's yeah. freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty I'm, good. I'm so glad. But uh, yeah, before I wrap up the, the show, the one thing I thought this meme they did. So there was a Simpsons episode they did a while back where they're trying to reinvent Itchy and Scratchy. And they ask the kids, it's like, so they're like, oh, so you want the, them to deal with everyday like situations as you scratchy? And the kids are like, yeah, yeah. It's like, but you want them to have outer space like adventures? Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. So you want a totally off the wall, down to earth, like grounded show? <laughs> like, goes through this whole thing like that, you know, for the itchy scratchy thing. But then at the bottom, it just shows like the outline of Rick and Morty walking like on a planet. And I sat there going like, oh my Aww. God, they're right. This show is so off the wall, but it's so grounded with characters that you mm-hmm. care about and like. And you're just like, Oh wow, and you and you buy it. You buy every emotion they're going through. You buy like the, you that struggle between Beth 
and uh, Jerry, Jerry, you're just like, oh my god, like, and then Summer, like, just being like, Summer is also like, one of my favorite characters. Do you know who Summer's voiced by? Who? Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Oh no, I didn't know. I was like, what? That's pretty crazy. So that's it's it's kind of amazing what this show has done. But yeah, so season three is going to start up this fall again. If you haven't checked out, I know I'm like doing a huge plug like for Rick and Morty, like they're a sponsor or something like that. No, like, like they need it. Either, like yeah, like, like they need me talking about it. But uh, take it from me, enjoyable show, very dark humor, very funny stuff, just fucked up shit uh, <laughs> all over the map. I love if it. If you haven't seen, also on YouTube, you can look up. Uh, they released a sort of like beta animation so it's not fully animated it's just black and white yeah i think they're called animaniacs or no no i mean like it's it's the rick and morty no no but they, uh, it's i don't know storyboard what yeah it's a storyboard it's yeah. like storyboard but they like they have a little bit of animation yeah, uh, yeah. i think it's called an anna animaniac or it's like almost like an anime like i'm calling it animania but it's like an anim it's something like, I, I know the term for like it. it's a it's mocking in it like, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a mock, mock it's a mock animation okay, basically yeah. yeah so that's what it's and um if you haven't seen it because i know even people who are fans of the show could miss this fairly easily because mm-hmm. it was from comic-con but it's yeah. an actual transcript from an actual court hearing in georgia and they have they just have their characters and they're voicing it and it's brilliant it's my favorite thing that they've ever done like it's unbelievably fun I la- i've watched it i don't know eight or nine times now and i still just lose my shit it's beautiful it's beautiful the way that this guy talks to this judge and the way the judge goes off like it's my favorite thing i i really recommend it so if you haven't watched it just check it out on youtube it's really it's really easy to get to yeah no um definitely check out all that stuff with rick and morty um don't forget to check out us on uh go to the uh, socially awkward uh, dot com or for radio.com and click on that amazon banner uh and then it pulls up amazon and shop like you normally do we'll get a little taste if you do and then also don't forget to check out our other sponsor, uh, NerdBlock. Uh, go check out the uh, the description bar um, at the bottom of the, our podcast on all of our shows. Click on that. It'll bring you to the page, and you can get this kick-ass subscription block um, every month. You can get a cool T-shirt, and there's a bunch of themes that are going on. You get a lot of cool swag. A lot of the stuff that I post on my Instagram and everything like that is um, – uh, is from NerdBlock and everything like that. So go ahead and check that stuff out. Um, let's see. Okay, I was trying to find this thing to <laughs> to close out the show and stuff like that before I go. Um, yeah. So before we uh, before we go, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Check out our Twitter, and uh, I'm gonna try to do this a really bad, horrible impersonation. See, I don't even know if my Rick and Morty are actually good impersonations. But your Morty, I've I've heard a little bit of your Rick, and it's good. Your Morty is better, but they're both really good. Well, it's so weird. Like it's trying to get his. Like I have to watch a lot of the show. I pretty much if I sit down and watch season one and two, I'll probably by the end of it because that happened with the Venture Brothers too. I just sat down and started watching all the seasons. I'm like, oh, I can know all these voices now. But uh, yeah, um, until like uh next time, uh, uh, you better uh. Rick, what's the word? Ah, Morty, you gotta tap that sass. Ah, <laughs> ah, geez, sorry, Rick. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.